Listening Dog Media. The Hot Mess Mum. The mum most likely to send her kids to school in regular clothes on non-school uniform day. The mum who forgets to sign the permission slip for school trips. The mum who has probably put leftovers in her kids' lunchbox on more than one occasion. But most importantly, the Hot Mess Mum is actually rocking it and is doing a far better job than even she thinks. Please welcome our Hot Mess Mums, telling it as it is, Kelly and Jenny Powell. It is the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. I'm Kelly Pegg. And I'm Jenny Powell. Happy New Year, nearly. (laughs) Nearly. Very nearly. Uh, It is our last episode of the season. I can't believe it's just flown by this year. Uh, So it's 2021, Kelly. I mean, (laughs) yeah, it's the last day of the year as well. Hello. What is that? (laughs) Swan's Boxing Day sale is on now until the 14th of January 2022. On their website, you can get 22% off on their range of gorgeous products, meaning you can kick off the new year with a stylish makeover of your home. Head over to swanbrand.co.uk and use the code BOXING22 today. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. So, perfectly timed. Yes, perfectly timed. We are going to uh, take a look because we've had some, all our guests have been absolutely wonderful. We thought it'd be really nice to kind of go through some of our favourite ladies that we've had on in the past year. Um, Mm. So, Jenny, I'm going to throw to you first. Yeah. Who's up there on your list? Well, I have to say, I thoroughly enjoyed speaking to Claire Sweeney. I really did. I know she's Cinderella in Panto at the moment. She's great. I think she's up in Southport. And, um, yeah, she... She, for me, uh, was just so honest, so honest. Just, Do you remember? She's lying on her bed yep. and she was just telling us exactly how it is. And she's one of those. She's old school. She's been through them. She's been through it all in showbiz and in her private life. Um, but she's a um, single mum of one. Um, she's doing a fantastic job. Um, and I just think at the end of it, I think she actually, I think, I think she wasn't sure about having a chat with us. But by the end of it, she was like, oh, my gosh, I could do this every day. And that's exactly what we wanted to do on Hype My Mums. Um, I'd love to see you back in a soap. I don't know whether you'd ever want to do that because I know you're amazing on stage and and, uh, doing the live stuff. But I absolutely, I've got to say it, and I've been waiting to say this since we started (laughs) talking to you, but I bloody loved you in Brookie. And I I loved you and Paul Usher. Um, And it was, you know, oh my God. And it was the soap to watch back then. I mean, it was, you know, but you were fabulous. Oh, you two were just like the drink Barry Grant, I was yeah. a fan of the show for years. Oh, and suddenly wow. I'm doing a bed scene with Barry Grant. <laughs> wow. And I was like, I couldn't believe it. And I had a boyfriend and I went for it. At the time, <laughs> I thought, I'm, I'm being unfaithful with a green light here. It's fantastic. <laughs> being unfaithful with my crush for years. It's oh, bloody marvellous. Oh, I love her, Claire Sweeney. What a star. Um, Well, I'm going to tell you one of my favourites. She opened um, one of the seasons for us and she just blew me away. And we had such a big response from this episode. So many people getting in touch with just love for her and awe. And it's the amazing Kerry Katona um, Mm. who we had on because... uh, I think, you know, everyone has a perception of Kerry because she's just been in the media spotlight for just so many years and sometimes in a really negative way as well as positive. And 
I think for me, you know, she was just, she was so honest, so raw about everything and so upbeat and funny at the same time. Yeah. And just how she speaks about her life, I think, uh, is an inspiration, you know, to how far she's come and how she's turned everything around and... Yeah, I just think she's a really special woman. I found the episode quite hard at times. I got quite upset listening to some of it, but I just think she's incredible. Yeah, happy new year, Kerry. I bet you're having a blast. But when she came out, I was holding her, I thought, she, she's not breathing. Mm. And I actually gave her to George and I never said anything. It was the weirdest thing. I thought, I, I, was, I think I, I froze. And George said, you know, this baby's not breathing. But because I, my placenta erupted inside, oh, she was concentrating on me and she ah. pressed this buzzer, this red, big red button, and this crash team came in and, and they're doing a little CPR on her chest like this. Mm. And I, oh, it, it was the most horrific thing ever. And th- then they had to operate on me straight away. So I went one way and the baby went another, but George mm-hmm. decided to stay with me because in his head he was like, I don't know this baby. Yeah, but you I know. know yeah. I want to stay, stay with, with, with my wife. Yeah. And he actually carried me in the operating room and they operated on me and they, they, they came in, they said, wow. have, you give, have you given her a name? As if to say, she's not going to make it. Have you right, give her a name? Her. And I could hear all these mums with their babies, they're all crying. And I was, I was, it was the most horrific thing I've ever experienced. Wow. And she was, on, she was on life support for four days and then she made a complete recovery. Now she's just a little shit. <laughs> <laughs> What an energy, what a survivor, the wonderful Kerry Katona. Um, yeah, and she just lived down the road. So I'm, I'm still waiting for the uh, New Year's Eve party invite, but there you go. And I don't know what colour hair she'll have because it changes all the time. Um, now, how's about Jess Cunningham? Um, she's a hot mess mum's favourite of ours. Um, she comes regularly on the show, doesn't she? But at this particular moment, she'd just given birth oh in my fact, god I, do you remember she put on social media like the the hours up to her water birth do you yeah. remember sort of pacing around um her her sort of birthing pool well a little baby um, joined us didn't he on yes, zoom he's just like, adorable fresh out of the womb yes <laughs> um but that was such a beautiful chat i mean she was just she was positively glowing um at the time and um hopefully she still is um but but what what an amazing woman she is a real angel a a real beautiful spirit um and she never fails to sort of just entertain and inspire it's exactly what she did for us you spoke about the home birth um and what i loved I absolutely loved was you put it out there on social media. I mean, not the actual birth, but one hour before three o'clock in the morning, you're yeah. there in your tiny little pants pacing round your living room. I feel like and I had to, I had to take a second glance. I was like, what a double take. Cause I was like, Oh my God, she is actually doing that. I mean, that would be the last thing on my mind, but she's doing it. And you know what? It's brilliant. <laughs> So, do you know what, right? So with my first uh, my first birth with Poppy, bloody horrific. Like, literally, I was like, this is so 
fucking painful. Terrific. Mm. And then literally with Olive and Hattie, my sister was my birthing partner, and my sister's really fun. Um, so she made the experience that she made sure I was laughing. If I had a contraction, she was giving me a little massage. And with every birth, you kind of tweak it until it gets better, don't you? And then with Digby, I'd started again stepping into spirituality, learning more about energy, how our bodies work. And intuitively, something told me just to dance like a tribal woman. So I was like, yeah, I'm going to dance. I'm going to welcome the pain, welcome the pain. And I'm with Digby, I welcome the pain in. And then I visualized this big like wave pushing him out. And yeah. literally half an hour, Diggy was like, took me, I was in labor for nine hours, but active labor. <laughs> Probably, I don't know, maybe a good couple of hours and then the last like, sort of half an hour went really quick. So I remembered that and I was like, right, with this one, with Dudley, I'm literally, I'm just going to dance the baby onto planet Earth. And that's what Alex said. So every time I had, well, every time I had a contraction, I literally welcomed in the contraction through breath and then breathed it out. In between both contractions, I was dancing and being really active. Um, and yeah, literally my active labour was about 40 minutes. It was amazing. Wow. Unbelievable. I love that. And I love all those bits about the birthing positions, you and her talking about the, the best birthing positions. Goodness, the lovely <laughs> Jess Cunningham on the Hot Mess Mums Club podcast. Uh, another lady that I adore and just felt so lucky when she was like, yeah, I'll oh, come on. Of course I will. I can't wait. Is the amazing Davinia Taylor. Mm. Um, we had a real giggle with her. I mean, we laughed so much about things. <laughs> it was a bit rude at times, but also all her health talk, her health. I just love that she's helping so many women out there not get caught in traps when it comes to food and how to look after yourself. And she's really inspirational and she's still very real and down to earth about it all as well. Um, and she helps so many. I just, I loved having her on. You and her were sort of, I think you were chatting about cold showers and those tent things that you sit in. I can't remember what they were called. but Oh, the infrared, the <laughs> yeah. infrared saunas. Yeah. 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 Uh, yeah. That was, uh, all, that was somebody's Christmas present this year, actually. But yeah. Oh yeah. She's, I'll tell you what, um, it's funny how on the show you start to befriend people that you haven't actually met before. Yeah. Um, and um, Davinia, she, she really, really knows her stuff. I love the fact that she is so passionate about, um, you know, her health, beauty, her beauty tips, she's, they're coming on nicely too. Yeah, and this is a winner. You've done so much as well. I've got to mention this with your sobriety because I'm yes. in awe of you. When I met you in London, it was one of the big things that I chatted to you about because, you know, you've done amazing to and overcome so much. Um, and I think uh, for lots of women out there, you know, alcohol is a, a huge issue for very different reasons. But, I mean, you've just overcome a lot as well as with the healthy lifestyle and everything you do now. Your sobriety is a big thing for you, isn't it? Yeah, and I think uh, a lot of people have to go down the sort of AA route. But I mean, I, I went in with AA and they kind of like promote you having sugar to take away the alcohol cravings. And that for me wasn't really working. So I've kind of drifted away from AA, which is a really nice place to be. And it's very spiritual and you can get a load of serotonin from the group chats, you know, because that's how the basis of how it works. And you can work a program. But, you know, you I, I'm not 100% behind the AA movement because it does put you in a place of vulnerability and, you know, there's, there's, you get some real sickos in there. You get some great people, but real sickos. So for me, it was like focusing on myself and stopping this 
from having any craving, stopping this grey matter from screaming out for alcohol. And I had to get underneath, because I don't come from a traumatic background. There's a lot of trauma in alcoholism and addiction, and I don't. So I used to, th- I used to say to myself, so, you know, you've people in here who've been, like, you know, abused and who've had awful mm. things to them in their childhood. Why the hell am I here? But a wonderful mm. childhood, you know, fabulous family, hilarious upbringing, great education, you know, what the hell is my problem? And then you sort of, I sort of got back into the blame. That's when I got into genetics. That's when I was got, that's why I spent so much money on the genetic code and going to different companies and figuring out what it is that makes me, first of all, be able to consume so much alcohol and detoxify from it, i.e. I don't puke up. Yeah, and still want more, you know? And it's in the genetic code. And there's a lot of people say, it's all trauma-based, it's not trauma-based. Well, sorry, but I know a lot of people who've not had any trauma, but they've still got it. And there's a lot of women out there who just are blaming themselves because they can't stop. But it could be in their genetic code, you know? I mean, it's it's, it's like some, some races have lactose intolerance. It's where you've come from, you know? And there's so many intertwining little isms on your genetic code that you... You, sometimes you just have to look at that and go, okay, that's what I am. That's what I have to avoid. And I keep my brain super healthy so I never reach for a glass of alcohol. That comes first for me now. And if I start having inflammatory vegetable oils and sugars, it inevitably makes me think, what's next? I feel a bit down. What can I pet myself up with? And that will eventually lead to white wine. So for me, it's getting to the root cause and it's feeding my brain. And all movement starts with the brain, whether it's, Reaching for your pair of trainers or reaching for a bottle of wine, it started in your brain. You look after that and your body will follow. The effervescent, I don't know where she gets the energy from, Davinia Taylor, because she really, she is, if she's an example of doing the right thing to make sure you've got like high energy levels most of the time, she's a woman for us. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Swan's Boxing Day sale is on now until the 14th of January 2022. On their website, you can get 22% off their range of gorgeous products, meaning you can kick off the new year with a stylish makeover of your home. There you can see some of their products, including their Retro Mixer, Nordic Pump Espresso Coffee Machine and the Swan Bread Maker. Head over to swanbrand.co.uk and use the code BOXING22 today. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Celebrating 90 years of magic moments. Now, another lady who I just, she's a familiar face to all of us from uh, Coronation Street um, and and all sorts of um, dramas. She's an amazing actress, Angela Griffith. Do you remember her when she came on? I mean, she's so humble. For all she's achieved, Kelly, so humble and so sort of just a really warm, lovely character. Uh, I know she absolutely adores her two daughters. Um, they're all growing up. Uh, I wonder how she's getting on now. I wonder how Christmas went, actually. I was going to say, we talked a bit about that, didn't we? Because one of her mm. eldest daughters was becoming more distant with the new boyfriend and she was struggling because she just wasn't seeing her as much. And, you know, it's quite interesting for parents out there whose kids are getting into that stage. She mm. was very open about it, wasn't she? You know, yeah. Just a beautiful soul. Yeah, love um, her. And happy new year to you too, Angela. I was doing Waterloo Road and then yeah. um, there was this really lovely commissioner, um, Stuart Murphy, who used to work at BBC and he took over Sky and he's really um, quite maverick and he has ideas and he makes them happen really quickly. And um, I went and had one of these meetings about d- doing a documentary or something and the next day, Elaine Hackett went in to see Stuart Murphy about another different show, said she'd spoken to me the day before and he went, hang on, I want I want a daytime show on Sky. 
and I really like Angela. So let's call it Angela and Friends and then we can have loads of other people on and I want you to start filming it in a month. And he commissioned 90 90 (gasps) minute episodes for Sky One on daytime. And I went, okay. (laughs) And in fairness, I loved it. I left Waterloo Road, went straight into that. And just, I loved it. I had such a great laugh and loads of my mates came on it and like 2006 2007 and it was like just when the big financial crash there wasn't much work going on at the time and so all of a sudden you know it was making jobs and making money for other people they were getting to come on and be paid and um and I loved it and then after that no one really wanted to hire me as an actor I wasn't getting any auditions and no meetings Interesting. It's really quiet for 15 months and then I went into the theatre and I did one man two governors and then mm. everything picked back up again but that was a really stressful 15 months and the only thing I could put it down to was the fact that I was being perceived as a um, as a presenter rather than an actor yeah. So after that, I still got offers of, of presenting Fat Pet Fit Club. Um, but I always just made sure that it was just one-offs. For example, the one show. One show. Right, I see. You know what? I love it. I yeah. love presenting. Yeah, it suits really you. I really enjoy it. Mm. But, um, but yeah, I know that I can't. I think I think um, Alex or someone, someone was going on maternity leave and there was a block. There was going to be a, a quite a large block. And yeah. I didn't get Too offered much. it, but it was, would you like to come and have a chat about it? And it's like, no, I can't. No, I can't no. do that because... So you did say no. You said a bit of a half, no. a halfy no. It was a conversation with my agent. Yeah, well, uh. <laughs> and, and it was a thing of just going, no, we can do one-offs, but mm. but we don't want to get into that, into that, um, into that bad place yeah. again. Um, <laughs> because ultimately acting is, is that's Ish, my passion. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's where I'm Absolutely. most comfortable. Lover Angela Griffin, she was brilliant. And we, do you know what, Jenny? We did say to her, come back on because we talked that much, but we wanted to talk more, didn't we? So yeah, we will absolutely. have to get her back. Yes. For sure. Um, someone else that we got on who I was just blown away again that she said, yeah, I'll do it. I was like, no way, no frigging way, was the mother of rock and roll, Joe Wood, <laughs> who we got on, who was just so lovely and so. So nice to chat to, but God, she told us these great stories about sort of her time as a a wife of a Rolling Stone and what Mm. it was like for her kids, you know. Um, I think my favourite part was when she talked about, you know, she'd just drop them off at school and then go back to bed for the day (laughs) before she picked them up. Aspirational woman. She was brilliant (laughs) and she was warm and lovely and again, really into her health and, you know, very aspirational, but just gorgeous to talk to. Um, and yeah, blew me away that one. It's really special. My mum loved the Rolling Stones. We were kind of raised with all that music. And uh, I thought, oh my God, she'd just, she'd spin if she was here and could see me chatting to her. So yeah, I was so glad she said yes. It was a great, great listen, that one. Love, Joe. First of all, I think it's amazing being a rock and roll mum. Yeah. I mean, I just yeah. think, yeah. I mean, it's difficult. That's a skill in itself. And when you look back, now in your organic yeah. days you know being a rock and roll mum was that what was that the most sort of um demanding the most challenging time of your life do you think it's all right being rock and roll but then when you're a rock and roll mum things change it up was, don't they yeah it was challenging but you know we had a lot of fun yeah yeah and I would sort of go to bed at five o'clock in the morning yeah. sleep for three hours get up take the kids to school <laughs> go back home go back to bed 
wake up at two, get ready, and go pick the kids up from school. <laughs> that sounds oh, perfect. That's bliss. I wish that was my life. That's oh, just bliss. Did they um, go on tour with you, Joe? Because I know you used to go touring with the, with the Stones yeah. um, as well. So did you take the kids when you had them? Um, how did yes, you tour well, First of all, uh, for some reason, we weren't allowed to bring the kids. <coughs> Maybe because they were too young. And then um, in the 89, I think it was, I missed my kids so much yeah. on the first part of the tour. I said to Ronnie, please, come on, it's a kid's holiday, mm. something, whatever holidays it was. Let's take the kids to where, I think it was to Japan, actually. And we took the kids to Japan for the Easter holiday. And then after that, all the kids would start coming out. Right. Keith and Patty brought their kids and then Mick uh, and Jerry. Would, but only in summer holidays or, yeah. or um, in school holidays. Uh, and it was so great for them because they may not have learned anything from school, but they learn about traveling around yeah. the world and they learn about countries and cultures. and Best education. Yeah, and, and they have the best memories mm. of their time going on tour. They always talk about it with such affection. It's oh, great. Sure. Yeah. The wise soul that is Joe Wood. Um, and uh, there's another lady um, who... A lady who I've, um, I always get mistaken for and it really pees me off. Not because it's her, it's just like, and now I'm me. Uh, and that's Melanie Sykes. <laughs> Is um, it when you host events, because you host lots of big events and, uh, yeah. and all sorts of things with, you know, Hollywood film stars and goodness knows who else. And isn't, mm. is it, I, I know you told me this and I can't remember, but do you say at the end, if you like me, I'm Jenny Powell. And if you if didn't, I'm um, yeah. Melanie I Sykes. Say, if you've had a good night, I'm Jenny Powell. If you haven't, I'm Melanie Sykes. Good night. That's my punch, which is awful because she's absolutely adorable. But it's just because I always get mistaken. I love for it. Her. So I Her wrote and Claudia this Winkleman. Yeah, yeah. What is that? I'm nothing like. Oh, the anyway. three of you are. You're three beauties. You are. You are. Well, but. I do know that Mel Sites is a beauty inside and out. We had such a good chat with her. And this was just before she came out about um, her um, autism and the diagnosis no, she got. Yeah, she spoke to us literally, about it, didn't she? Kind literally of, the day before. Yeah. Um, and that she was, you know, she was going to, um, she, she had sort, sort of a meeting about it, didn't she? She was going for an appointment about it. So, um, yeah, what 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 other woman? Sort of same generation, um, uh, when it came to sort of growing up in TV, etc., um, she's a real trooper. She's, you know, she's got two gorgeous sons, both autistic, um, and you know, she's been through the mill and back, and um, just a lovely chat. Um, and I think we we all did each other good on that one, didn't we? Yeah, it was it was fab. And she's one I think that's kind of a friend, a friend of the podcast. I felt that afterwards, you know. Yeah. So uh, hopefully we'll get her on again. But it's a great listen. I have to tell you, like, when, and it's going to make me really emotional, but when he was diagnosed when he was two and a half slash three, he changed my life. That mm. diagnosis and him changed my life because I couldn't be in a marriage that I wasn't happy in in order to help him. I had to sort myself out and, and he, he helped me get out of the situation that I was in. He was definitely yeah. fuel for the move to do that um, because you and I know that when you're unhappy, you can't function as a parent. Mm -mm. And you're also not showing, you're not displaying what a woman should 
you know, should be dealing with two boys particularly. I was very mindful of what they were observing as me as a woman. Yeah. And what they would take into their adult lives when they were dealing with women, Mm. whether it be romantically or not, because at that time I didn't know what sexual persuasion they were going to be. It was just what women are and what women are capable of. And, you know, and I can never find the one word that I'm trying to say, but it is just, you know, I'm their main woman. Yeah. And so everything I do and everything I've done since, I want them to see me as somebody to look up to and to respect. Mm. Yeah. I think that's my duty as a mother to boys, particularly. One of our favourite guests uh, from the past year, that's the gorgeous Melanie Sykes. Um, And just one more to go, one more. Uh, This lady everyone relates to, she's so down to earth and makes everything so normal. Um, She's happy to talk about her big feet and the fact that, you know, she likes a pizza and she loves to let off. She's very, very real. Um, And she's recently become a mum and got engaged as well. Of course, it was the lovely Gemma Atkinson who joined us um, for an episode. And, you know, she just, she never disappoints, I think. She's just real. I mean, you know, I I kind of worked near her alongside her for a little while. And she she is everything she says on the tin. And I think um, people love her for that. Loads of women out there because she's just so relatable and down to earth. Um, And we had such a good conversation about Gorka putting a ring on it and what it was like having a a daughter and whether she'd have another and Strictly and oh goodness, everything. It was, it was brilliant conversation. You two are getting, you're engaged as well, aren't you? I know, I love the ring. I can see it sparkling. Oh yeah. So exciting. And I know that you're not girly girl and you're not sort of, you know, so how was, are you planning anything yet? Or have you just sort of said to each other, we'll know when the time's right, you know, because lots of girls go crazy, don't they, over weddings. Well, a few people have said to me like, what you're thinking dress wise and what's your first dance? And I I said, I have no idea if I could wear it trackies i would um no we all we've said is we'd probably like to do it abroad um so that his family can because his family don't speak english my family don't speak spanish and we said there's nothing worse at a wedding than not being able to order drinks because everyone needs to have a drink it's, it's quite boring if you're a guest at a wedding isn't it I, yeah I've not they go there. on far too long as far as yeah, i'm concerned i mean it's a wedding where i thought yeah that was ace until the party after yeah. So I've said if your folks can't order a drink, it's going to be a nightmare. So if we did it in like Mallorca or Ibiza or Tenerife, they speak Spanish, so everyone can get know, on with it. Yeah. Enjoy it. Um, so probably maybe next year or the year after we've said, but we don't want a massive big do. It'll just be a close family and then we'll have a big party when we get back as well. Yeah. Lovely. Sounds yeah. perfect. Just, yeah. It could have been cheaper. If you do it in the UK and his family can't speak English. That's true. Would have been then true. when they order drinks, so they won't get any. <laughs> well, yeah, you know what I mean? You could save a few quid. I'm just thinking ahead. Jenny! <laughs> Sorry. It's, it's tough times. It's tough times. I'm just thinking ahead. Down. Yeah, I've got family to bring up now. <laughs> Splashing the cash on lavish weddings. I mean, come on. <laughs> Oh, the wonderful Gemma Atkinson. Wow, what a lineup of ladies. I mean, we just we just touched the surface there. Kerry Katona. Davinia Taylor, Claire Sweeney, Angela Griffin, Mel Sykes, Jess Cunningham. And when we look back, I mean, the guests that we have on the show, Kelly, we personally choose, don't we? 
you yeah. say, I'd really love to get her on because yep. I've known her in the past or, you know, I've read about her or, you know, I just think she could be. And that's the thing. It's so authentic. Um, and every single guest is so special to us. Um, and we hope that Hot Mess Mums are special to those guests too. And I think, you know, we've built this huge family now, haven't we? And lots of these people, I think we're going to get back on. Yeah, absolutely. And we do, we do get some people still, don't we, who, who come back mm-hmm. on with us and, and want to do that. And I think the great thing is that all these women say yes you know um we're not paying them they want to come on they want to talk to us they trust us and often you know most of the time we'll really open up about some very personal life changing yeah. things that have happened to them yeah you you included kelly yeah. i mean i've heard some caucus from you i'm surprised you're still married but let's hope it continues through to next year. Oh, uh, well, yeah. tomorrow. Yeah. There's so, <laughs> so, there's so much more, isn't there? There's so, yeah. you know. And and Kelly, come on, because you are, you're, you're far more, you're far less edited than me. You just say it how it is. But what do you want for 2022? It's a cliche, but it's a question that has to be asked. Oh, goodness. Well, I, I think I just would like a third child now. So I'd, I'm putting it out there for my affirmations, but I'd like a, a little baby, I think. I'm, I'm going to say it, even if it comes with nine months of sickness, that I'd, there's one more to come. I, I, that's what I would, would like for myself personally. Yeah. Um, yeah and, uh, well, for the world, I'd like it to go back to how it was in the 90s, um, if, that, if that's okay, because <laughs> I don't really like it very much anymore. Um, so, yeah, I'd like the world to go back to how it was in the 90s. <laughs> safe and um, fun with great music and I'd like to oh I'd like I tell you what else I'd like I'd like Top of the Pops reinvented and I want yeah. you hosting it <laughs> that would make my my day is that because you want me to find that gold leather jacket yeah. that I wore in 1988 or 89 I think or yeah. the Top of the Pops that's what you want you want me to dig that out do, don't you oh I love you I just love watching oh. those bloody reruns of you on there I've got a question actually I forgot I mean yes. it's going off tangent a little bit but I'm allowed to cool. Chris desperately wants to know if you met Carly Minogue he asked yes, me yes I did he said will you ask I just want to know because you know she must have she must have She. I said oh I'll ask her and the story about that is I met her a couple of times but the first time I used to do the Saturday morning show it was called Up To You UP2U with Anthea Turner as a presenter as well and a guy called Tony Doughty and um we used to have a dog, like a real dog was oh, part of the show. Oh, God. Uh, you know, we all thought, you know, a bit Blue Peter. You know when they used to have cats? Well, we had a dog and he was called Hamish. And uh, Hamish shat outside her dressing room door and she was in the dressing room. And I was like, Hamish, why did you do that? Right? Why couldn't you wait for her to be outside of her dressing room? Oh, my room God. To do it? Yeah. So there was this pile of poo that he'd left for uh, Kylie. And I was like, oh, no. Oh, gosh. So, yeah. Uh, I was pooper scooping away for that one. Oh, you I pooped, didn't! I pooped to scoop. I scooped to poop. I didn't pooper scoop. I scooped to poop for Kylie. Oh she my god! Could they not have sent a runner to do that? Yeah, I'm hands on, aren't I? Yeah, well, not literally, are. but yeah, yeah. But uh, yeah, well, that's good. Okay, well, I'll, I'll, I'll talk to my people. We'll talk to Top of the Pots people and see if we can bring it all back then. Yes, I think we should. <laughs> and what would you like for for the new year? What would you like to see? Um. Well, for me, um, I'd just like to, to, to sort of like, with the children, Connie's in her third year, um, so that will be ending in May. I just hope that, you know, whatever she does, it's going to be um, good for the soul, uh, whether it means that she 
paints and goes abroad and, you know, doesn't come back for a year. Not that I'm sending her off, but I just want her to be happy because it's a big thing, I think, once they go through, you know, they've been through the the educational system and they come out the other end. So I just hope that, you know, she's happy in whatever it is she does because uh, it's a big thing. Um, and really, I suppose I just want... I just want people not to be scared anymore. That's a good one. I really do, honestly. Don't be scared. It's all from within. You don't have to be scared. And I'd really love that because you don't have to be. Take it from me. I promise. Perfect. Oh, and can I add in? I'd like to see more of you just before. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Yeah. But you know what we've forgotten? We've forgotten about us. This is what mums do. Us two, together. We need more time together, Kelly. We do. In yeah. the flesh. Yeah, we do. I really want to see more of you. And I, um, I'd i really like us to have a Hot Mess Mom event that we put on and do some live podcasts with guests and an audience. There's lots of things. I'm running on empty, you know, over Christmas. You just get drained, don't you? And you're tired. But there's lots of things involving us that I would really love to see come off. Um, and, you know, I hope they do. They will. I'm going to manifest it. And I hope that our Hot Mess Mums listeners agree. Um, And hopefully we can see a lot more people in the flesh uh, in this coming year of 2022. It'd be lovely. The Hot Mess Mums Club with Swan. Designed for life. Thanks to Swan for sponsoring this episode. Their Boxing Day sale is on now until the 14th of January 2022. On their website, you can get 22% off on their range of gorgeous products. Head over to swanbrand.co.uk and use the code BOXING22 today.